0: Uh, Shit. Is, is OBS not... Ca- Why is... Did OBS have an update? Because it fucked with us. Oh, the, the stream's not gonna hear this, but we we are. We can leave it in. Shit. Uh, like, no, I've actually had the same fucking issue with my OBS and uh, d d but we'll talk about that more uh, when we restart the stream.
1: Yeah, hold on. I need to... Uh, yeah, uh, thank you everyone for, for, for telling us. I'm trying to make it so that I can hear... You, Cloudy, can you just, like, keep talking for a little bit?
0: Big penis.
1: Big penis, okay, because it's, try again.
0: Uh, hi, everybody, Brazil's no more. Okay, that wasn't it.
1: I have, like, the, the issue is that I have, like, multiple different, like, audio channels, and I want you to be on the right mm-hmm. one. There you go. All right. It's a good thing
0: I'm recording this, then, because then when you put <laughs> it in in post, it's going to be funny.
1: Uh... uh I also realized I forgot to put out my tool for it. Oh my god, you're fucking on the vault Ah, there we are. So, uh as I was saying that the chat has then not, not heard, is that uh so ever since I, I lost my um Leslie is super quiet and Cloudy is really loud. Okay, uh let me try and put a gain on this bitch while while we're doing this live. Um but ever since I um uh I, I lost my job. I've been going to bed at two AM and mm. I've been uh you know and then I I lay in bed and I read. Uh and then I probably like first fall asleep at somewhere around three half past three AM and then I wake up mm. at eleven, stay in bed for uh like an hour just browsing TikTok or Twitter or something and then I get up and at that time <laughs> it's around like 12. Mhm. So that's great.
0: I don't know what it is about like TikTok specifically but it's one hell of a goddamn time sink. It is. Like I have a, like I have ADHD. I already have like an issue with like time blindness which like I it's a, it's a weird ass concept because like you Look down for a moment. and You look up at the clock and three hours have gone by. And you don't even notice it like that. But I, it's especially bad with TikTok. I actually think it's goddamn heinous. Mm. But, like, it, it's weird, though. Because, like, you're sitting there and you're thinking you're just looking at a few videos and really just time's gone
1: away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know what it is. I, so, like, at, at this point, I had just, like, set up, like, rules for myself. To, to make it so that I uh, like, oh, when I see a video like this, I am going to stop TikTok for today. And I've just made it oh, so yeah. like the next first trap I see, I'm 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 putting the phone down. So it it's often <laughs> not a long time that passes before I have to like I say that before I have to put the phone down. Damn, goddamn, that's kind of funny though. <laughs>
0: Because, like, you, you open up TikToks, so the first thing you find, you're on that side. And it's like, well, that's been a good
2: day.
0: Yeah. Um, I had, like a weird time blindness thing, but it was in reverse. So, like I said, I have, ADT. I have like, issues just doing things normally. But uh, after that, like, I think around, like, 3 p.m. Yester- yesterday, I realized I forgot to take my meds after I pushed the truck into the backyard. Which I'm going to get to, by the way, because that's a... Little meat foreshadowing right there, um, <laughs> but uh, I took I took my meds and I actually grabbed the wrong thing. I grabbed you do, normally. I just take it with water or milk. I took it with like straight up my coffee this morning. So I'm. It's it's no secret that like ADHD meds are basically just like just flat out chemically cocaine. So I just took cocaine and like coffee at the same time, so and you're you'd think I'd be wired. tweaking. <laughs> I, f- I think I was, but I was also way more fucking focused than I've ever been. Huh. Like, so I was just like on my bed playing fucking slay the S- slay the spire on on my Twitch on my on my Switch because I fucking because my computer was uh doing some things that that I'll explain later. But I would I, I kind of just sat there for like five hours. And I was actually surprised it was only five hours that I was that focused and wired. Hmm. Because usually when I have ADHD, I sit down in my bed, it's dark outside, and it's like midnight dark outside. But here I'm like, oh my god, I stopped myself before 10 p.m. What a fucking revolution! Oh shit. Hi, Ika. I see Uh, you there. That's my DM.
1: Ah, hi, Koopa. Um we uh like the the that whole thing about I had something I wanted to say, but i I've forgotten now No, because like uh, all I can see is that someone like took a text to speech thing in the chat and we shouldn't have that on when we're doing the podcast i, I, I well,
0: you know on. I think it is I think it does something with like o b s or some shit like. Fuck, I was recording my one-shots two weeks ago with my friends, and it's, like, a fucking... I had the weirdest audio issues where, like, I was... It was recording my microphone, but also uh, the voice mod I was using. Even though I turned it off, they still, like, overlapped, and I had this constant
1: echo. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Okay, so, uh, real quick, I don't know if it's coming through, but... The the Google uh, speaker I have in my bathroom just started playing where that's Pussy."
0: <laughs> I hear a little something. I can't I can't hear exactly what it is, but that'd be one way to get copywritten. Oh my god! Hey, the podcast is on to a great start today. Oh my god! Everything's gone wrong like the first thirteen minutes. Cool. Yeah.
1: Sweet child of mine, we have we have like barely gotten started.
0: I I I'm I've been up for like an hour and everything's already gone to shit. Oh, I love this. It's it's a good old American morning if I've ever seen one. <laughs> uh. so yeah, we didn't have a podcast last week because I was in the jungles of the Amazon, aka my fucking backyard.
1: Yeah, actually, like, while you explain that, let me go and fucking find the picture that you sent me. So I can show that on screen while you talk about it. Because I don't think that people, like, when you you say that you have to go out and, like, tend to your garden, mow the lawn or whatever, I don't think people honestly know, like, just how insane your garden is.
0: Like the whole the whole issue that arose from it was just negligence and laziness, but also stubbornness to find someone else to do it. Like, okay, to preface this, back in November, my dad hired somebody to basically get uh, replace the garage door of the shed that's behind the house. So they did this. Uh, they never installed the motor that my dad paid for. Uh, which by the way, I told you the whole thing was five hundred dollars. No, that's just the motor. The whole th- the whole thing was like two thousand five hundred dollars for the whole thing.
1: My and sweet they never
0: finished the damn job. Yeah. So poison ivy cash at your place. You'll you'll see it in a bit when Lassa brings it up. But like when we repl- when they when we got the shed doors replaced, it's like the roll up ones. Well, it's supposed to have a motor, but the motor's never been installed. And there's no other way in. Like, there there used to be a side... uh, A door in the front that you just open normally. But that's... That was gone. So... We just basically had a closed shed. For, like... I want to say nine months out of the year. And... The issue with that... Because you can kind of see this right now. This was taken from the attic of my apartment. And... Fucking Brazil! It's been like that for nine months, and our lawnmower, our machetes, our uh, snow blowers were all inside the shed. And I don't know if if something got in and fucked with it, but the doors have been stuck for nine months. Oh God, is that a jungle? Are <laughs> I mean, like- you think? Yeah.
1: I still think it's funny how, like, you're going, oh, yeah, so we didn't have access to our machete. And I'm like, you have a fucking machete? And then, like, I w- w- like you mentioned as much when we were initially talking about it before you actually showed me the picture. I'm like how the fuck could you ever need a fucking machete for this shit? And then you show me the picture, and I'm like, bitch, you need fucking five machetes. You need to fucking... You, you, you need to fucking sorrow that shit with a machete in each hand and one in your mouth, one between your butt cheeks and one in your armpit. Like, th- you fucking need to urigiri that fucking garden with your machetes. My fucking lord. You need Danny Trejo himself to come in here and fucking cut that garden up. My sweet lord uh, God, honestly it was
0: just the backyard that got really fucking bad because the front yard's mostly dirt and just some weeds I have to take out but like I I cannot stress how obnoxious dealing with this shit was because ours was the only one like this and we've been trying to reach out to the guy who made the uh, to the guy who uh, put the doors out to finish installing the fucking motor so we can get into our damn shed and you never showed me this now i understand everything <laughs> yeah uh you know it's funny uh my he like i was complaining to hika and to the nurse in our in our campaign like she's she's an actual nurse uh why i threw out my lower back it's because i did i took care of this with a machete but point is we got to the point where we were just so fed up. We basically had said, okay, you know what? It's not worth it. I'm just going to hire someone else to fix new doors. So, uh, that same day, my dad hired somebody to, like, fix fix the doors. But what we ended up doing was we fucking... My dad always told me for nine months the reason we don't just break it and get in is because my dad wants the, door, the job finished. He's just so fucking, he got so fed up, we just pushed the door down and just said, fuck it. So we kind of broke, we broke into our own goddamn shed because like, okay, you know what? I'm not, uh, he did this after he bought a new weed whacker and borrowed my mom's lawnmower. So thankfully we're not getting rid of anything, but we, now we have three lawnmowers in the shed we have two weed whackers and, like, five machetes. So
1: we have everything so, good. So you actually do have five machetes? Yeah, I wasn't kidding. We do. So you, you, like, uh, so you can actually do the, the, the sorrow thing that I was just talking about.
0: Like, one of on my butt cheeks and yeah. one of on my armpit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But, but oh, okay, to be fair, like, the reason we have machetes and we're just so used to them is because, like, uh, in Puerto Rico you need a fucking machete just to get out the front lawn. Because, like, the... the Because, the, like, tropics, everything grows, like, fucking crazy down there. So my dad kind of just has, like, customary, like you would with a fucking lawnmower or a garden hoe. But anyway, it took me, uh, my roommate, and my dad, like, three hours, basically, to clear out the place. And, all, and overall, I'd say we did a pretty good job. Now... He, like, the logistical issue, aside from the, having to break into our own property. Um, the, another reason why we ended up having to clear all this shit and, like, you know, make way for all this stuff is that out, outside the front of our house, there is a truck that has not worked since 2019. And we had—my we my dad doesn't want to put it in the shed— because not only, not only that, um, is the door broken, but my dad said that the truck is too big to fucking fit in there in the first place. Also, the space he's using it in there is, like, supposed to belong to the roof, the roofer. Yeah, that's after we cleared it out. You could see all the machete marks. Uh, the, the like, underbrush in the back is also gone now, because I took care of that, uh, the day after. Uh, actually, oh, shit. I you know I I didn't want to take a picture of my fucking neighbor's uh room, but like their fucking shed, half of their ceiling actually caved in yesterday. What the? fuck? It's fucking empty. Yeah, we when I we live in the fucking boonies, bro. But anyway, um, <laughs> after all this shit happened, uh, please don't show them the 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 picture of the uh of the. Opening of the garage because I just realized I even my license plate is in there. Oh yeah,
1: D- dude, I figured as much. <laughs>
0: okay, but um, truck. Yes, truck. I was talking about the truck. So you see that area like right next to the my neighbor's shed? That is just there. Like, there's not a fence separating it. That's just his shed on our fucking lawn. Hmm. Uh, this fucking truck that has been dead forever. Uh, we've been told that we need to move it, or else the people my dad hired to fix the roof can't bring in their materials. So yesterday, my my older brother, me, my dad, and I, and my brother's wife uh, or girlfriend, uh, basically all had to work together and physically push the goddamn car into the backyard. Now that we made space for
1: it, my lord.
0: Like the car, like the battery is broken. There's something with the engine, and like I don't know what the fuck. But my dad actually had to jump the fucking car just so the it could hold a spark long enough so we can put it in a neutro, Because the moment the the jump ended, the car died again. Uh, fucking American trucks, man. I don't know how they got so ass, but it's pretty fucking ass.
1: You don't. But play. yeah,
0: no, we. Yeah, no, we we literally spent all the whole fucking time, like, just basically, did, you know, terraforming Brazil in our backyard. And that took, like, a good long while. I'm still recovering from the arm and back pains, but it's all good. Because now, there's a truck in the back. You did it. <laughs> you can't convince me that Western Mass is just missing
1: chunks. <laughs> yeah, I can believe that. So, like... Well, you you had that going for you. What what was the story about your computer then, that forced you to play Slayer Spy on your Switch?
0: Um, it wasn't really that important, but oh. uh, well, uh, the, you you know that I have like a friend who does a Patreon, and uh, like one of the business models is that he draws fuck, I'm just gonna come out with it, like, not-safe-for-work images, with very, like, multiple variants of it. Mm. And his computer's too fucking slow to print out all the variants he makes. Oh. So I have, like, a script in Photoshop to just, like, do all the variants, and it basically took, like, three hours to goddamn go through them all in one shot. Jesus. So while my computer was like rendering Photoshop, which is a weird fucking sentence to say unless you're me, but while that was happening, I'm like, ah shit, if I try opening Steam, it'll crash because Adobe is fucking junky. So while I was tweaked out on fucking shit, I I, I just said, I'll just spend a few minutes playing Slay the Spy on my bed. And I'll be honest, this is like the first time playing it. Dear fucking God, that game, I swear, cheats. I, I, it's bullshit but it's also addicting like every other fucking roguelike. I also got sad cuz like that cuz cuz this is also the day that Raj brought me uh bought me Elden Ring and I still have not had a chance to play it but I want to now. Cuz it looks like fun and I want to punch everybody.
1: You you want to do the ride by Shoryuken.
0: Yes. Drive by Shoryuken. <laughs> sure Amazing. This is why you don't download free porn from the shady ads. No. (laughs) No, no, no. My friend makes... He has it on his Patreon. It's not free. You pay for it. But (laughs) it's good quality. And not shady. uh, Not shady. It it is well shaded, though. I'm impressed. Oh, okay. Actually, you know, it's... Like, I I can't really show his art, but, like... Like, I I admire the guy, because he... Went on this whole fucking character arc where his art was kind of really bad and chunky like four years ago. And then like some people made him out to be a tracer or some shit because he was using references. But instead of getting mad, he fucking doubles down and out of spite starts like copying uh, how other popular artists do their like coloring and shit. There was like a whole time he uh, started a... Making drawings entirely in like persona style coloring, mm. and I'm like, I'm more impressed because like he one he did all this shit through pure spite and hatred, but he also ended up improving like fucking crazy at the end of it. So now he's now that he finally understands all color, all this nature of color and shit, he's like, you know, I'm gonna just do my own thing. Here's some shit that doesn't work. Here's shit that does, and he's making pretty good killing off of it, and I'm proud of him. That's nice. Destroy Brazil to make space for a truck. You know what, I, you know, I just realized we can call the ba- my backyard
1: Fordlandia. Landia for, oh god.
0: Because that's essentially what happened. We, we'd cut down the rainforest and probably millions of ecosystems for Ford.
1: <laughs> your backyard provided the oxygen needed for, like, your entire street.
0: <laughs> yeah, it could have, and honestly...
1: Dear God, that must be a big truck then, Cloudlandia. Ooh, I like that. Oh, I like that
0: too, damn.
1: <laughs> so you 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 have had like a massive endeavor going for you, uh, and uh, despite of that, you have managed to also beat uh, Heavensward, Sword Final, uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, which, like, I I, I don't want to go into like a massive talk about final fantasy 14 again because that has been like our last few podcasts like main topic but uh, i i can understand that once you left ishgard you started having more fun with it
0: yeah okay like um i'm definitely going to say like um also, I, I realize I mixed up the, the name for the guy. I, I I called him Brioche on the stream, and I call him Biscuit in the chat. Point is he's a co- I name him after bread. Yeah. But I, I do think that this person definitely sucked a lot of the enjoyment out of the story. Hmm. Cause like I came in with like not liking anybody and not happy with the situation I was in. And it made it really hard for me to empathize with anybody that was going on.
1: Yeah, it, it was also to the ma- point where, yeah. like, I almost felt I had to step in and be like, "Hey, bro, like, try and give it a chance." Like, it seems like you're actively enjoying hating it for the sake of hating it at this point.
0: If, I think for a while I did, mostly because like I called Horshafert dying after after uh, Moonbread, I was like, oh, god sp-
1: I sp- spoiler. It. <laughs>
0: All right, spoiler. <laughs> horse know, faucet, horse radish, horse cock. We'll just call him uh, horse cock because
1: uh, nobody. Uh, Ellis called it. some horse farts.
0: Horse farts. <laughs> sorry, sorry for the spoiler, but it's like, um, I, I, I um, how how do I explain this? Because like I, I genuinely was having fun when I was actually in the raids, in the weeds, doing all this shit. Because I was just going around with, like, my friend, and we were, like, watching funny shit happen on our way to do our quest and shit. Mm. It's just, like, when... <laughs> when 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 shit starts to happen past the dragons is when I actually started to, like, enjoy... I found myself enjoying again. Because mm. it stopped being... I got bored of, like, hating on it for hating on it's sake. Yeah. And then, it just, cause then I just... Because uh, then I just... I kind of, like, just started watching it from, like, my character's perspective. Because, like I told you, he has outfits for every class he does. Mm. Uh, as a monk, he's a cowboy. He's a pimp as a dragoon. And he has a swimsuit model as a Dark Knight.
1: <laughs> did you did you do like, did you get the new swim outfit for, from that, like, summer event?
0: Yes, did that you, is the one he's wearing.
1: Did you attempt the jump puzzle?
0: Yes, I attempted the jump puzzle. I got halfway before I started having flashbacks to Maple Store and I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs>
1: uh alice and i tried to do it uh i got the furthest but uh at one point like because like i you have to do some weird camera stuff so my hand was starting cramming up because i was constantly just holding down like the right mouse button but okay so you're you're done with that now and now you're uh, on your way to stormblood which i like so it's weird uh everyone Mm. keeps saying that oh Heaven's Ward is where it gets like fucking fen- phenomenal and all that, mm-hmm. uh, and you you didn't have as much fun with it as I had hoped, which is perfectly fair. So, but I'm honestly because like a lot of people dunk on on Stormblood, but I can't help but feel that this is this might be where you in particular are going to enjoy it because there's a lot of it that feels like the same vibe that I have gotten from. Uh, one piece and hunter x hunter mm-hmm. uh, like
0: i uh correct me if i'm wrong is uh, do you find alamigo in stormbringer or uh i oh, sorry or shadowbringers or stormblood uh stormblood okay yeah so and i just finished having one myself and i've gotten fully hooked into the story yeah that like like uh the DM and i have like the same thing because like um you know me. I I came into Heaven's Word like with a crabby attitude. I was like, basically, fucking give Ishgard to the Naf. They deserve it more. Yeah. And I still kind of stand by that. The Pope was basically Nazis, yeah. and the fucking the and the dragons were communists. But my stances aside, as an American, um, the thing that actually caught me my interest is all the Alamiga shit, because I you know me. I started out as a monk. And mm-hmm. that's like a big part of the fucking storyline, mm-hmm. because Uh, w- Wittergast is a big thing with Amiga and shit. Yeah.
1: Um, and yeah. Which is funny because, like, uh, again, I I loved Heaven's War, and then I heard that oh, Stormblood is gonna take a lot of like stuff in and I was like, I don't fucking care. And I was a monk too, so so it it it's it's really interesting to have like because uh, we're like completely polar opposites, where oh yeah at, at this junction, I I still hope that we were we're going to meet like that you're going to be like okay okay this is fucking rad. like in the same way that I had with with one piece. Um, oh yeah. So like, like I, uh, th- I still maintain I, that, I hope, definitely think that. but but I don't want to you know like do like the brioche biscuit thing, and I don't want you mm. to force like something because that's also a thing. Like people force themselves to like something to be like part of a community or or take part in in a conversation and be like, oh yeah, I also like this. Uh, it, it but you know one can still hope. <laughs>
0: yeah. Honestly though, like. Okay, I don't know what the fuck is going on because thank God my my roommate's a goddamn Chad and is, is keeping things from me until the opportune times. I haven't even seen the Stormblood uh, trailer yet until I got through Heavensward. But point is, point is, point is, point is, Um, it wasn't until we started going through like the last few raids back to back where we, uh, st- we fought uh, the... What, what the fuck did I call him in chat? Like, Moby cock or some shit? Yeah, probably. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, Moby Dick and a big white whale. When, like, that that raid music is still a fucking banger. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, from all the way there up until we punched fucking uh, Pope Thornton in the face. Because you, you see a pope on a chair. It doesn't matter if you, this is an anime or video game. You always end up fighting the pope at yeah. some point.
1: Oh, I was oh, crucified for skipping. I didn't like <laughs> it. I started doing Realm Reborn and even wasn't it? Um,. I, I'm not gonna crucify you the, uh, okay so i I've noticed that because like I, I've been doing some work at home and I uh, you know I put on the podcast just be, you know because I like to sometimes hear my own stuff and our stuff just so I can see like how can we improve it and a thing that we unfortunately do is that we sometimes go S-s-s-s-s. okay yeah and definitely start like replying to a comment which you can't like read when you're like listening to it so I think that if we in the future when we reply to a comment in the chat we read it aloud so everyone knows what's going on and there's uh, a comment here that is, I was crucified for skipping cutscenes, but I just didn't like the story during Realm Reborn and even World wasn't it. Um, which, like, I'm definitely not going to crucify because, as I told Claudia, I did the same thing with Realm Reborn. Um, uh-huh. But uh, it it also needs to be, be stressed that this is not, like... It, it, World of Warcraft uh, and and many other MMOs kind of give like this whole thing that what the focus is with an MMO is not the story; it is the uh, like getting the big number for your gear, like oh my item level yeah. needs 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 this. Uh, but Final Fantasy XIV isn't that. This is a um, uh, like the. the this is one where the story actually matters so like even if you didn't like it in heaven's like i it if if you don't like it in heaven's ward it's probably like that's perfectly fine i can imagine it doesn't help that you are now lacking a lot of context that you would probably have gotten from from various cutscenes. because yeah sure you can read something up on like a wiki or something later mm-hmm. and then go jimmy died and then it's like okay that sucked but like when you didn't see jimmy dying and it's like really heartfelt and you see how people react to it or something you get more emotionally invested in it um i definitely like again i can't i don't have a like stand on i skipped all of realm reborn story until like uh the Parting glass uh, thing and then uh, even for um a lot of uh he- heavens War i didn't uh, it wasn't until uh, Miko Zoma steals your gift that I was like, okay, I actually kind of like mm-hmm. uh, want to know what's going on. And so I started like going into, I think I linked you the page, but like just a, a site that kind of like recaps uh, like a bunch of like story beats and like kind of explains like what is going on. And then like I, when I felt like, okay, I'm caught up now, then like me and, and the crew started you know, like, actually taking active part in the mm-hmm. story. And, and I feel like that was really when uh, my enjoyment of the game uh, really, uh, like, took yeah. over. Uh, but before I swing it over to you, I think, like, the, I don't recall who yeah. said it, but I think, like, a great way that uh, I heard it being described is that, uh, uh, was that people described most MMOs as a massive multiplayer game that was online. Uh, 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 no, what yeah. was it? An online game that happened to be an RPG, whereas mm-hmm. Final Fantasy XIV is an RPG that happens to be online.
0: Yeah, I, I think that that's, that is like the best way to describe it. And mm. like, I definitely do feel that like running into that one fan that kind of like gushed about how amazing the story was supposed to be. Made me a lot more critical about it. hmm And. I think it's mostly just. Now that I'm like done. With like the Dark Knight storyline at the moment. Like I'm at. I'm at. I'm at like a, the level 50. And I switched over to the, to the level 50 mentor. Mm-hmm. And. I just want to talk about this real quick. Because. I, it, it put me on a whole goddamn conniption. And like I'm on this whole train of research right now. But. Uh, spoilers if you want to play Dark Knight, um, but like that that whole storyline is where you like you you find the crystal off a corpse and you talk with like your the darkness inside you yada 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 and the guy who told me that like oh Heaven's where is the best story fucking Shadow Bringers you're gonna oodle and goodle gush about it the early Dark Knight is the best part of fourteen I played it. And that was like, I think that was like where I was the most critical with the entirety of fourteen, mm. because he explained it as like, oh, it's a it's a look at Freudian psychology, yeah. Because your darkness is your shadow, and like you deserve better. Why should we fucking have to answer to all these people? And I'm thinking about this, and I'm thinking about this like as like a as like a person. Like who just enjoys stories, and I thought of it as like the perspective of my character and all the shit I've up to, done up to this point, and how does this context fit in there? And now I'm just like, to like ex- to like bo- to like I had to like question: do, do I even know what is good? Do I even have taste? Because I just really didn't like it. Mm. It's, it's it was told personally well, and it told some really meaningful questions, but it also felt preachy at the same time. Well, like, criticisms aside I recognized it was good but I didn't but I it didn't resonate with me like it resonated with this psycho fanboy and I had to like start questioning myself like uh, from like a uh, like a cultural perspective like why do I feel like this why is it not why am I not fangasming over this hmm so like I'm now I'm like going into research about like myths and all these and how other people's values are different. I'll share I'll like send you the link to the book later, but like I'm probably next week on the podcast I'll talk about like story structure and shit.
1: I um I think so like that that whole Freudian psychology no no that that's not it no. um I, as a guy yeah. who done like a lot of research on it. Uh no, that's not it. Um but uh like so I heard Pat from uh uh from Super Best Friends mention it before I even, you know, like got around to actually fully invest myself in Final Fantasy 14. And I think that like if you if you had brought it out to me that this was young psychology and I got what I got, I would've been like fuck this. Oh my fucking God. like I would've been just like you like this is fucking cock. But yeah. Uh, the way that Pat described it, it kind of made like when I played it I was like, yeah, okay, I can see it, which was that uh The Dark Knight is basically every frustration that you have had doing quests in an RPG. Like, hey, savior, fucking uh, can you get like six bags of corn? And I'm like, fucking you do it. Oh my yeah. fucking god, Kevin. You do it. Like that uh, yeah. and 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 that is what I I got from from, from the Dark Knight. And then, like, as I was playing I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that, that rings true. Yeah. But but I, yeah. I also think that that's because, like, my measuring stick is a different one than the one that you got. So, for me, the numbers check out. Whereas you, you're like, oh, this is going to make you fucking question whether or not, like, you're actually human or something. it's like, no, it's not going to fucking do that.
0: <laughs> I know. And I'm like, I'm starting to have this, like, thing where I think... Like, the crazy super fans, they're, they're, um, it's, I don't think they're just reading into this kind of thing. They're just, they're actually pulling out their own interpretations from something that's not really there. Yeah. And I'm not gonna lie, I actually did that with the monk storyline of all things. Cause, okay, like, here's, here's the thing. I started off as a monk, then I went as Dragoon, and, uh, and then a Dark Knight. Uh, the thing with, like, Dragoons and Dark Knights, or, like, probably a lot of the other classes, is that you actually have a mentor that, like, you know, guides you in a certain direction. Mm. Like, dr- like the Dragoon storyline is all... It's not until, like, your level 50s, where you start having to be, like, the guy that looks over uh, someone else. Like, mm-hmm. that one bitch who wanted to fight a dragon. But, like... As a monk from minute one, you're already fucking babysitting your mentor. Yeah, because he's because he's a washout, and like you're and uh, during the and f- during like the thirty uh, level thirties and up, you're talking with like the scientist who looks down on you and your weird uh, monk guy who thinks he's better above it all because he's trying to do this for Alameda, and you're kind of in the middle, like bro, what the fuck, makeup kiss and makeup, you dumb fucks. <laughs> But it's like, it's weird. I saw that whole thing as like, I actually came into the story more mature and more capable than the people around me. I actually felt like a damn warrior of light because I'm solving everyone's problems and I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing yet. Mm. And then like, you go to, you look like Dragoon and Dark Knight where like, they're trying, they, they definitely make you feel like You're a nobody who's like, oh my god, what the hell is this? I'm so cool. And you, like, gradually learn from that. Whereas I saw Monk, you kind of... You were were a fucking boss from the start. And you have to make everyone catch up to you. Mm. And I definitely can promise you... That is not the interpretation that other people... Or, like, the writers even intended. But I kind of got that. And to circle back this discussion, I think... That's why I'm going to be a little more forgiving because I think it was just whatever the guy, whatever Biscuit was going through, like something in that dark night made him see that and he invented that own interpretation. Yeah. So I think that's actually kind of interesting where you like see a story and two people can get wildly different interpretations out of it. Yeah. And they Uh, can justify it however way they want.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And like, I, very apropos, I saw a post yesterday where uh, like some kind of like K-pop fan or something had taken a uh, taken a picture of some girl with like really like long hair and, you know, like it was flat and all that stuff. And the, and uh, the, the K-pop fan was like, oh my God, Jin Yoon's curls and there's not, not a fucking curl to be seen. And, like, someone commented on it, K-pop fans are just fucking lying out here. Uh, and I, I thought that was fun. And I feel like that that is, like, similar to, to Biscuit in that he saw something in a thing that he really, really likes... And maybe I I don't know Biscuit and I can't and I don't want to talk trash about like a friend or someone who's not even here to defend themselves. Yeah. But it feels very much like he, uh, I can assume that he also likes psychology and all this stuff. So I think that he was just like, oh, I like this thing and I like this thing. So I'm going to try and force it to that the thing that I like contains this other thing that I like, which yeah, which is. It's it's cute and like I, I will never take away people enjoying something because I I like people passionate about something is honestly one of the most like interesting things in the world but like it's a little disingenuous and especially if you then try and put this onto other people uh, which can then effectively hurt their experience um, which is why like, I like I'm again I I have talked at length about how Final Fantasy 14 made me retroactively like other Final Fantasy games. Um, Yeah. But I am also, like, understanding that if I... uh, Like... if i start saying this to for example you first of all we don't have the same starting line you kind of like final fantasy before going into final fantasy 14 where i was like on my fucking high horse where i was like "Mm, yeah i'm too good for final fantasy i was like kind of taking potshots at it uh so like so like if i started going like oh no this one will change like your entire view on final fantasy no like you, you, you can't do that. What you can say is that you enjoyed it. What you can say is that, oh, there were some twists and turns and I like the characters and all that stuff. That is fine, but, like, saying that it's going to change so like, remember, people don't necessarily have the same values or the same, like, measuring stick as, as you.
0: Yeah. Oh, which, by the way, something I just really want to just point out, just because mm-hmm. um, I only played Final Fantasy 1. So I, so there's a big cache in my brain of just random moments from that one dumb NES video game. But I like, it didn't click to me until we got to Matoya's cave that I'm like, wait a minute. Is this who I think it is? And it's just the fucking witch from Final Fantasy 1. I. I fucking fangasmed the moment I saw her I'm like, I KNOW THIS BITCH! <laughs> They even have the weird talking backwards brooms like in the game I was so fucking hyped you
1: have no idea the, the Final Fantasy 14 definitely feels like the game that if you are like a Final Fantasy fan this is for you like where, where the story is now there's a ton of Final Fantasy 4 stuff I don't even know Final Fantasy 4 I had a dude in a dungeon tell us that oh this is Final Fantasy 4 and even like the battle music was like a remixed version of, of the Final Fantasy 4 battle music so like th- there's a lot of stuff like that um, but yeah, again, oh, yeah. they didn't want to go on a, on a massive rant. It's just like, hey, okay, this is where you're at and uh, you yeah. you could I'm, have liked I'm, it more, but
0: yeah. I, I will say I am actually, I'm really looking forward to like the post enjoyed stuff. Hmm. Like, I'll, I'll just leave it at this. I actually had a lot of fun with A Realm Reborn, like stumbling around, learning things really... Being the sprout as I was, and it wasn't until that interaction with Biscuit where everything took a turn down. Mm. But I'm, I, I, definitely see myself. I'm coming back from the peak. Dead, like dead. I, 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 yeah. So I'm, mean, I, I'm looking forward to Stormblood
1: like a lot now. How, how, how are you liking the music? Are you even paying um, attention to it? They're like a.
0: I I am like as, uh, mostly to like the raid stuff. Like I said, mm, yeah, yeah. fucking uh, Biz Bismarck. Bitchmark. That's what <laughs> that's what I called it. Bitchsmack, Bitchmark. Bi- <laughs> the White Whale's theme is a fucking banger. I love it. I don't know where it's from. I love all like the raid music stuff. That's it's, where
1: everything gets the most hype. Where it's from, dude. All of the all of the songs you hear in this game is for that game. Like they, it's not they're not from anything. Yeah, uh, and I love it. Uh, the, so uh, uh, the funny thing is, I don't know if you notice, but like most of the like heavy like f- songs with lyrics and stuff are composed by uh, a band where the um, the music director uh, Soken, uh, is is a musician in, mm-hmm. and the fucking English translator. Uh, like the uh, main head, head of writing for, for like uh, the English branch is the vocalist of and they're called The Primals.
2: <laughs> oh! They're, they're oh. a full-on oh, yeah, fucking, full fucking
1: band that tour and shit. <laughs> I love that. The, the, uh, oh yeah, I think you told me that on the last podcast, I love it. Yeah, the fucking Shadowbringer theme song, the vocalist of that one is the guy that sang Rules of Nature. Oh <laughs> like, it's a so fucking wind. No, uh,
0: everything's connected. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but, yeah. but so uh, I, I, yeah, but, 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 but uh I, I guess so I'm gonna segue because we both co- it's funny how we both kinda got here at the same time because while I got to like a landmark halfway point, you also got to a landmark halfway point, didn't you, Lasa?
1: I did in one piece um so uh spoilers for one piece uh, ace is fucking dead um <laughs> he got donated he he, he he got donated um i had a lot of fun with marine ford it uh yeah, yeah, yeah. there was a lot of stuff with it that i found was really great um i also found myself like kind of slipping in and out of of, of, of the riser mentality where it was like there there is a point where White Beard gets betrayed by one of his his uh, men and yeah. uh, sons or whatever, whatever like we yeah. in a relationship there uh, and I was like yeah I fucking saw that coming from a mile away because like the mo- mm-hmm. the moment people go who's dead up there with him and I'm like okay someone's got, about to get fucking stabbed and sure enough that happened and I, <laughs> and I was like. Oh, uh, oh, I fucking saw it coming. Oh, that must mean that it's bad writing. And I'm like, does it... Like, even if I saw it coming, does that mean that it's bad writing? Yes, it could probably be better if I didn't see it coming. But at the same time, does it matter that I saw it coming? Is it actually something that ruins my experience that I saw it coming? The dude still got fucking stabbed. And it's not like a big fucking... Like, it's not... It's not like Game of Thrones, where the backstab now changes the entire course of the narrative. It's more like uh, it, it is uh, one of many story beats. So it's like, you know what? I actually, like, yes, I would have preferred it if I didn't see it coming. But at the same time, eh, fuck it. Um, you know, it's funny, because, like,
0: Marine Ford. Whitebeard gets stabbed so many times. I actually am trying to remember. Is it the one where like the nobody stabs him or is it the one Blackbeard came up?
1: Uh, it's, it's, it's his friend, his son with the long fucking sword. It's a fucking nobody who just got introduced all of a sudden.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, it was like, it it was funny because he's like, he stabbed him. But, like, he still got up and did shit anyway, because yeah. it's like, he's fucking white
1: beard. Yeah. Um, I will say, uh, I, uh, I had a moment, because, like, again, the rise of Persona kind of showed itself a little bit. Uh, I had a oh, yeah. moment where I was like, I got a fucking call out cloudy. Because, like, yeah. you made this huge fucking thing about, oh, Monbrida came into Final Fantasy XIV only to fucking die a few seconds later. And I'm, yeah. sa- and I'm sat there going, okay, that's cool. I understand where Cloudy is coming from, but did this motherfucker seriously forget horse or whatever the horse fu- or whatever the fuck his name is. The fucking giant from yeah. one piece. The guy whose literal only characters thing is that he got a fucking hat. <laughs> here's the thing.
0: Okay. So here's the thing. I literally forgot about horse junior too. I literally forgot about him because he got moonbritten harder than moonbreader. So for those, of <laughs> am, you- I'm not. I'm not defending that. It is hilarious you explained it.
1: Please. So, so for those of you who don't know, there's a dude who came up in fucking uh, in Timberlake. Uh, uh, yeah, where where? Uh, uh, no, nah, I'm even gonna fucking fast forward because like the dude doesn't even fucking like he has no agency before oh. that. Like so, like they they have to save Luffy's brother because he's about to be executed, and there's this uh, giant fucking giant. That's a retarded way of saying it. That's not big to <laughs> Don't worry. That, uh, who called Oz. And uh, and his entire thing is that he's just going to walk up and get to Ace. And the man is going through it. He's getting bombarded. He's getting stabbed. He's getting fucking flamethroned, shot with light beams and shit. The man is having a bad day. <laughs> and, and, like, as this is happening... He's having flashbacks to the time where uh, fucking uh, Luffy's brother Ace made him a hat. And then, like, you get, like, v- different times of, like, like uh, uh, moments through this guy's year where he's like, oh, I'm out in the cold, but I, I can handle it because I got this cool hat. Or, oh, no, it's hot, <laughs> but I got this hat to keep me cool. And then uh, Oz fucking dies.
0: <laughs> it's funny because he dies once, yeah, he dies- and then he comes back to become a human shield and dies a second time.
1: Yeah, and 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 like it's cool that he comes back from the dead because like oh the man was just like so fucking like oh I want to save my friend. But again, I need to stress the man's <laughs> only character and motivation <laughs> at this point is that a man gave him a fucking hat. And it's like, I I am not taking a whole lot of stuff in in One Piece series. But this is fucking silly. (laughs)
0: I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to defend that. I will happily hold that L because it's just the prospect of Oris Jr. is like, what the fuck do you think was going to happen? You literally was like, I'm just going to pick him up. What are you going to do? I'm big tough, man. Well, like, everyone has, like, every gun in the world right there is in front of you.
1: And, and like, I, I just found it, like, extra silly because, like, no fucking shit the man died. He, his, he is walking with his arms down his fucking side while he is getting peppered from every fucking angle by cannons and all this shit. And at no fucking point, even once, does this motherfucker bring his hands up to block the, these attacks. And, like, you could uh, make an effort if you had to make it so that, oh, he had to take these attacks. Make it so that, like, he had to, I don't know, chain uh, have a chain with all the ships on. Like, he could then, like, pull in on land or something. Like, make something like that. Make his hands occupied in in some way where he's, like, kind of aiding the whole thing. But the man is walking with his hands in his fucking pocket as if he's, like, fiddling with his testicles. And, Mm -hmm. like... And just, like, tasty shot. And then, whoa, my god, he died. The most preventable death in the (laughs) fucking world. Honestly, yeah. It's almost, like,
0: between Orza's death and Kuina dying from the Yonko-level stairs,
1: there's a lot of deaths in One Piece, but some of them are just so fucking dumb. Yeah, um, but yes, then Ace gets donutted, and it's a really um, well-done scene. Mm. And this is uh, almost immediately followed up by uh, Whitebeard doing his last stand. And I think Mm -hmm. I made the fucking best quote ever, where I, I wrote to you, who the fuck cares about having a D in the name? Because Whitebeard is over here with being the fucking G. Um, oh, yeah. That, like, Whitebeard is fucking cool. And I think I also... Either I said it to you or I said it to Sebastian, who's also a big One Piece fan. But mm-hmm. I, as much as I love Whitebeard, I kind of wish that he showed his age more, like more experience oh, yeah. that has come from him being as old as he was, and uh, rather than oh, just yeah. like brute forcing things. Uh, oh yeah,
0: you told me that. But and like, I, honestly, I agree with you. Like, Sorry, sorry for interrupting,
1: go ahead. Oh. Uh, but, but it was just like a really cool scene, and uh, there, there was uh, this really cool point where uh, they start going like, oh, he got stabbed so many times, shot this many times. There were so many cannonballs that hit him, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, ah, okay, I get it. He's such a cool guy. Who gives a fuck? Oh, my God. And then they go, and even though there was all of this shit and the man is so old, has been through so many battles... On his back, there was not a single bruise to be seen. I was like, okay. that w- That is a phenomenal way of saying that this man never turned his back on anything. Oh my God, this is so fucking cool. That was really well done. I really appreciated that. Um, But what I didn't appreciate... No. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into it mm-hmm. now, ladies and gentlemen. I found oh. out how... Our boy got the X on his chest. Disappointing, isn't it? Disappointing, because I remember we had a talk in an earlier podcast where we were like talking about how significant scars were, and I was like, "Yeah, hey, Cloudy, I can, uh, I can bet that uh, Luffy getting that X on his chest is a fucking like massive thing, and it, it's not completely." Wrong that it is because it, the time it happens is very significant. Yeah. But how it's, he gets it is fucking ridiculous.
0: It's, I, I was trying to downplay it a lot because I told you it is a it is a blink and you'll miss it thing. Yeah. And like I even told you in the manga, the the panel isn't actually there where it happens. I still like the the anime managed to stretch it out, which I I do I do admit it was. It is it w- it's, it's. It is really lame how yeah. it was handled, and I wish it was better done.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then, um, that's it. I'm not going to... Uh, because, again, it's kind of like the One Piece. Even if mm-hmm. I knew what the One Piece was, I'm not going to say what it is. And I'm not going to say yeah. how Luffy gets the X on his chest. Because I want them. Because like I thought it was so cool that this mystery... Kept being a mystery for all this time, and that and that uh, curiosity about like wishing to get answers to this mystery is kind of what spurred me to to get into the series in the first place. So I don't want to ruin that for anyone else. I will say I wasn't as hype about it as I thought it would be, but I still mm-hmm. encourage people that are interested in One Piece to go and find out why our boy gets that X on his chest.
0: Mm-hmm. I will. I will say uh, one thing because, like, we we. I think we had this talk long before you actually started watching One Piece, but like, you you like when we were comparing Luffy and Ace, where Ace should have been the protagonist the entire fucking time, and I think that's like a really good way to feel about the show. Like the like Luffy and his crew, they're they're the main characters. But they're mainly there to react to the world at large, because mm. the whole world the One Piece takes place is infinitely more interesting than everything going on with the protagonist. And I think that's like once you see that as like a comedy, when you see like when, when you start reacting to everything that's going on, you have a lot more of an enjoyable time.
1: Yeah. Um I I think that the way we we talked about it is that the the Straw Hat crew is the constant and then the world around it changes which then makes like that constant interesting because it's you 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 have a reference point being the characters which is often not the case and then like you you have this constant react to the changes that is the world normally the world is the same and the characters are the the thing that changes. So, like, that, that that's one of the things that makes One Piece, like, really interesting, is that you can always expect that, oh, Soro is never going to find his way around, uh, Sanji is always going to look for girls, and uh, Brooke is always going to be the fucking best. Um, yes. Yes.
0: Thank you for having taste, my friend.
1: Yes. So, uh, really, really interesting show. Absolutely going to follow, uh, continue. I will say, th- I would maybe have put... So, uh, f- after Marine 4, there's now a flashback to when Ace, Luffy, and Sappo? Uh, yeah. Oh, I got so. it. Oh, holy shit, I got it. Uh, were, uh, were children, and mm-hmm. that is cute. But I would have put it elsewhere, because, like, we just came from this massive high, and now we're in a fucking boring-ass valley. Um, <laughs> but what ifs? Yeah, you know, like I, I'm, I'm not uh, too worried about it.
0: Um, like, it's one of those things because, like, uh, in One Piece, you kind of notice, like, after after a major arc, is usually when Oda does like reve- random reveals about the world, like the like after Marineford, like it's a bombshell because this is the first time we got to see a flashback of Luffy's because. Mm. Uh, Think about it. Up 400 chapters up till now. This is, like, aside from his meeting with Shanks, this is the first time we actually got to see Luffy as a kid. So in, like, the grand context, it's a big fucking deal. It's just a shame that the
1: actual story itself is a bit, eh. Yeah. No. Uh, mm. But... Um, I also had a few things that I wanted to talk about this podcast. So I think that we're going to move on from, from the one piece I'm still enjoying it, still going to continue it. Um, cause so, I can also feel like, like I'm, uh, cause I can all, uh, I can feel that I'm at the cusp of the flash forward, which is also a thing that I'm looking forward to, so, mm-hmm. you know, gonna continue. Um, there's been some stuff going on since our last podcast, mainly because it's been two weeks. Um. what uh, happens yeah and uh i might as well start out with the the unfortunate news which is that uh, i have been at the doctor and found out that i have way too high of a cholesterol so i might have to start taking lifelong medication and uh, i will start having to work out three times a week uh and as you can tell it's not like because i'm fat or anything it's just like I don't know. My my family apparently has my mom had a blood clot 2 years ago and so like mm-hmm. that, that's why I got when I got a check because like oh, our family apparently has like a history of of blood clots because my my mom's dad also uh, died from that. Uh, so uh you know, I promised my mom to get it checked and you know, got fucking blood drawn and everything and uh, yeah, they they said that yeah, you have to start doing stuff now. Uh, which you know like yeah. uh, the positive thing is that we we, we, we caught it before it, it became like an issue. Uh, so that's great. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how that is going to jive with the the podcast. I'm going to uh, my dad, who I think I've mentioned several times is like a fucking insane athletic person, uh, has offered to get me into the club that he's a part of. Um, cool. and then I'm planning on going Monday, Wednesday and Friday. So I don't know if we will have to move the podcast or what What the future of the podcast is. But, but obviously, I have to take care of my health first and foremost. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll have to see about that. So that was uh, one of the big news. Another thing is that I finished the Berserk video.
0: Oh, yes, you have. Uh, oh, my God. Like, please talk about it because... It- <laughs> people people in the in the chat if you don't know this motherfucker's been working eight months on what i honestly feel is his magnum opus we're not i don't think we're gonna talk about anything specific about it but like i'm, I'm gonna show real quick when it drops watch it it is the one of the best things losses ever put out
1: <laughs> thank you uh because i uh, you know like spoiler I gave uh cloudy and a few others like a sneak peek of it um and you you've been very like inc- uh, uh, I was about to say encouraging you've been very like uh, supporting uh with the thing uh mm-hmm. which, which is also why you have a special thanks in the credits um so, so just like thank you for that yeah. um but yeah it's, so. uh, it's it's six hours and twenty uh, one minutes long. And uh, it's coming out the 1st of September. Um, Mm -hmm. I had a video where I announced it. And, of course, I also, like, kind of cleaned house because I realized that not everyone is listening to this podcast. And I just wanted, you know, like, to explain, like, the way that I had felt, like, all this, like, being taken for granted thing um, has been feeling. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it was not... Like, people have been very supportive and, and, like, felt... uh, (laughs) felt sorry for for the things i went through and you know it's nice to feel like people are in your corner uh unfortunately there has also been some people who like it it, so it's funny and i'm not gonna call them out by name but there's been some people who like displayed in the fucking video itself or even at the fucking berserk video the very same attitude that i called out there was a uh there's a person <laughs> Alice is writing still not sorry eat my ass ah, fuck you uh, there was a person <laughs> that, uh, who wrote on my fucking like on the premiere uh, page of the berserk video that was um there that, that was like hey can you review this terrible fucking scaly comic and it's like I have worked eight fucking months on this fucking thing and you really couldn't take the fucking time fucking wa- like it's not even like i know you haven't watched it because you can't it comes out like the first of se- september but yeah sure let me check out your fucking shitty looking f- scaly comic uh like, oh, i don't that one really upset me but uh i've talked with you about this one cloudy and again i'm gonna like keep names out of it but i think it's such a fucking weird weird story and If not in the podcast, where else would I share a story like this? So I, a month ago, got an email from someone who wished for me to review that comic. I uh, didn't respond to it because I checked out the comic, and honestly, the comic doesn't look very good. The person then joined Discord and was like, hey, how do I get Reiser to review this comic? And again, (laughs) I didn't, you know. Like uh, this time I saw it, I was like, hey, okay, you know what? Hey, let's 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 talk with this guy, and like, hey, yeah, hey, uh, sorry, uh, I just like I'm working on the Berserk thing, la. um, so I can't really, you know, like I don't have the the the, the time no focus to to review any comics, and uh, and they uh, responded that, oh, okay, um, like, uh. But, like, can you give me some quick pointers or something? I told them that, like, all I can say is that if I did not make a review of it, it wouldn't be very good because this doesn't look very nice. I can't tell anything about the story, but the art doesn't look great. And... Immediately, I found out that they were kind of like dismissive about it all because like they started talking about like their metrics and all everything which you know that's fine, that's perfectly fair uh, And it came oh. as like, as a response to me like saying that if it was up to me, I would work on my art and then like start like redoing the first ones because that is what like introduces new people uh, and they were you know like very much like, I don't want to do that because I want to keep. Like the viewers that, uh, uh, that I have now entertained and keep the story going, which, you know, is fair. Yeah. Uh, it's...
0: Go on. One of those choosy beggars kind of th- kind of
1: situations yeah. where like you asked. Bro. Yeah, but uh, unfortunately I found out that people only like... Oh, not only. Oftentimes will want a review if only it means that, you know, like that review is positive. And, yeah. you know, sometimes there's not a whole lot to be positive about. Um, and, and again, I am of the opinion that the best thing you can do to people is being honest. You don't have to uh, be like a fucking cunt about it. Like, you can still be, yeah. uh, like, you can say something is bad, but still, you know, like, yeah. you know, it could be better instead of saying it's fucking trash. it uh, like that. So uh, I've kind of figured that was it. Then the other day I got an email another email uh, from a from a, from a person asking me to review this very same comic <laughs> and now I'm a little confused because this isn't like this isn't a big comic and again no no um, disrespect to the creator but it doesn't look good and the writing isn't, like, I've, I've, now I've taken some time to look at the writing. That's not great either. So, like, for two people to reach out and start asking me to review this comic, I find it is a little odd. And But the thing that made this one very interesting is that it came from someone who wanted me to review the comic in a negative way. They were like, oh, this is the worst thing since Les Lindes," and the creator is kind of like a fuckhead, and uh, and like worse than Chris Chen, stuff like that, and uh, I remember like when I first read I was like, what the fuck is this? And, you know, I like, clicked click, click the comic, and again because the comic, lo- <laughs> okay, this is going to sound mean, but the- because the comic looks so bad, I immediately recognized it because few comics look this bad. <laughs> and, Damn. And um, then I'm like, okay, this is fucking weird. Two people are asking me within a month to review the same comic. That never happens. Like I get a few emails here and there, and it's rarely to ever the same comic that people want me to review. Oftentimes, the <laughs> people want me to review the, their comic, not other comics. So I thought, uh, thought like this was very interesting. And then I, you know, like I see that it's it's signed by someone. Uh, who who goes by an alias, and so I was like, you know, like I start googling that alias, and um, I find that uh, there was a YouTube account made uh, in this alias name, and there was also a comment on this comic by the person with his alias. And so I went and I found the comment and the comment was something like, uh, oh, you have declared war, fuck you. Or you're fucking going down, bro. And I'm like, that's fucking <laughs> odd. Because like the comic strip it re- was replied to wasn't insulting in any like way or called anyone out or anything. It's about fucking dragons. Like, uh. and so, you know, now I'm curious. Mm-hmm. So I start, you know, going back through the comment to see, like, when did this dude first comment? And I see that uh, the first comment was a date uh, where uh, the person had said you shouldn't have posted that video. Now, the the creator of this is also an an avid YouTuber. Uh, So I go to that person's YouTube channel and I try to find like, what video had been put up around this date and I find out that the person put out a video where they said that they were had been hacked by this YouTuber uh, 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 on, on the day before this comment was there. So I was like, uh-huh. But the channel I found that, you know, belonged to this alias was from a day after. Like, again, the day after uh this supposed hack happened. Um mm-hmm. and then during this research, I also found out that the person who made this comic was very, was very open. Like, they were responding to to uh, their comic being published on the Bad Web Comic Wiki, and they were very uh, open about, like, I don't fucking care whether people hate it or, or like my comic. I just want to be famous so people can like it or hate it. I don't fucking care. I just want eyes on it. And then I'm like, oh... Oh. This is the same person. The person just fucking pretended to be like a fucking hater to get because like, oh, if I didn't want to review this comic as a nice person, maybe I wanted to review it in a destructive manner. Oh. Oh. oh.
0: oh. It's weird how it all just like clicks. Right?
1: So I'm gonna lean into the fucking mic for this one. Don't fucking do that that's really annoying and very disingenuous and dishonest and a kind of fucking shitty thing to do. Um, so yeah, that habit. I, 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 okay. It needs to be stressed. I do not have a smoking gun. I do not have a thing that is like, okay, this account is attached to this thing. I will say, it. but there's a lot of things that is pointing towards this. And, mm-hmm. and again, a lot of circumstantial evidence. Um, but yeah, Don't fucking do that. That is very scummy. Um, So now, uh, and again, this is uh, also one of the reasons why I don't bring up the name. Not just because I kind of have a point now in my life where I think people in my community who listens to me saying these things, they are not the people who go out and fucking bully these people. Like if I was to say that, oh, this is Kevin who made this one. People are not going to go attack Kevin. I think that the people in my audience at this point are mature enough to realize that that is not what the webcam relief is about. Don't fucking do that. I don't stand for it. I don't condone it. Except Alice. She, she'll do it because she's unhinged. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm, doing, I'm not saying the name or the comic because clearly what this person wants is attention. So I'm just not going to give it to them. I'm not going to respond to the email if the person writes again about a review or something, even like comments on this video about it. I'm not going to respond. I'm not going to give you attention. And I'm for sure not going to review a comic because that is exactly what you want. And thus, I'm not giving it to you because this is incredibly dishonest. You're effectively lying to me to get what you want. Don't do that. Damn. Yeah. I've to do it too. Till... And the last story is that I was talking with my mom yesterday.
0: Um,
1: you know, just like, hey, how's the, how's the job hunting going? Which, not well. <laughs> uh, but uh, I don't know that. Um, but uh, how's it going and all this thing. And then we start talking about my grandma. And my grandma has unfortunately reached a point in her life now where she's starting to show her age. Um, yeah. And so uh, we start talking about her. And she's like, I haven't been able to get uh, get a hold of her for, like, the past couple of days. I've tried calling, texting, nothing. Huh. Um, okay, let's uh, try, uh, and I tell my uh, my mom, okay, uh, if you get a hold of her or something, um, like, please, like, get back to me. And she's like, sure. Uh, she then calls me, like, a few hours later, uh, and says that uh, my grandma's boyfriend has not been able to get a hold of her either. And so, like, he was going to her place to check up on her, and when he had rang the bell, no one came and answered the door. So, So my grandma's boyfriend, like a fucking Chad, broke the fucking window and moved into the apartment in case, you know, my grandma had, you know... Passed, or, uh, passed over or something or was laying on the ground or couldn't get up or something. Um, mm. And while he's in there, he hears the fucking keys in the door and my grandma steps in because the old lady has just been in fucking Aldi. The, the supermarket? She's just been fucking grocery shopping. <laughs> and just been like, oh, I can't be asked to fucking answer these email- uh, these texts or phone calls right now. So, so her boyfriend is like, "Yeah, uh, you need to call your daughter because she's about to rip your fucking head off." And sure enough, she <laughs> called my mom, and my mom is like, "You, you charge your fucking phone this fucking instant. You never let it fucking die. And if anyone texts you or 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 calls you, you fucking respond. <laughs> Don't at least leave me on red." Yeah. So. That was an experience, and the fucking like the way I explain the story now is the same way my mom explained it, and I'm sure that as I was explaining this, you guys as well as me were like, "Is less's grandma fucking dead? Is that is that what we're leading up to?" But, but at any point. You could have started out going, no, no, your your grandma's fine. No, none of that. Just, like, this entire fucking story, and I'm sitting at the fucking edge of my seat. Like, (laughs) I'm in a fucking call with Alice and Sebastian, and I'm like, am I about to fucking break down crying while I'm on the fucking phone with these people? And I'm like, nah, your grandma's fine. She was just fucking out and getting a pot roast. (laughs) Like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I love love how the story
0: can end like that. Like, it got to the point where you had to break into the goddamn house, and I'm like, oh my god, is she actually... No. <laughs> Imagine having to break into my fucking house because I don't answer my Discord messages.
1: Dude. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I would just get fucking eaten by, it, like, some kind of, like, flytrap plant you got growing in your garden.
0: I ch- we got the machetes, Lasa. It's fine.
1: Do I? I am way too white to know how to wheel a machete.
0: It's just like fun. Can- no. Damn. But yeah, that's just. Oh God. Old people. Yeah. God bless their hearts, but Jesus Christ answer your goddamn phone. I guess it's like a thing in the information age, like people back in the day never had cell phones, so they just trusted they were away alive.
1: Yeah. But like the hmm. the, the the fucking worst part is also that, like my grandma knows that she's not, you know, the young buck that she she once was. And, you know, time only moves one way, unfortunately. So, like, she knows that shit's coming. So,
0: like,
1: I I think that at this point you could go, yeah, maybe I should have my fucking phone on. Uh, Yeah. But in case someone wants to tell us about their family or how they almost got killed in the, the Amazonian garden that they have... Where could they send such a story, Cloudy?
0: Good question. They can tell us their Amazon Backyard stories at webcastrelief at gmail.com. So if they wanted to find a way to break into my house to make sure I'm still breathing, uh, where can they send their heist plans to?
1: They can send their heist plans to webcastrelief at gmail.com. I don't even need to know where he is.
0: Cars just seek
1: out Cloudy by instinct.
0: <laughs> I believe that after my
1: fucking life. Okay. <laughs> just put it on autopilot and it's automatically going to find your ass.
0: Uh, um, Maybe that's why I don't like Elon Musk. All the Teslas, <laughs> when they finally reach a certain level of sentience, it's like, okay, priority number one, we have to find this little lost Mexican boy. <laughs> Okay, so why not questions return? Yeah, baby. In parentheses, so I imagine it's like Austin Powers. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Uh, what is an old video or meme that still makes you laugh your ass off to this day? Oh.
1: Um. I think it is. Um. What, uh, I? Okay, I have two. I have what the fuck, Richard. Um, with the guy froze <laughs> Right in front of my salad? Where, where, um. where, the, where the guy froze like the frisbee. And and he like froze it into like a fucking traffic and you just hear his finger, What the fuck, Richard? Like, I think that one's <laughs> fucking hilarious. And the other one is the one where like there's this old man who is like having a fucking temper tantrum and this very, very, very big Hispanic looking guy is like, Daddy Chill. And the old man is like, What the fuck even is that? god
0: like in my case so i have a little story attached to this one uh me and my roommate were driving off to like the mall and i put on some like i put on some music and a youtube auto plays to a fucking, like, like one of those, like, uh, really old meme songs. We're talking, like, 2009, like, level hu- internet humor. Like, does the name Legendary Frog mean anything to anybody in this chat? Because mm-hmm. the fucking Final Fantasy Sought with lyrics that he made popped up into the YouTube autoplay. And that shit brought me back to my childhood in the worst way. Uh, like, I, 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 I don't recall uh, that one,
1: but I remember there was that one song, like, Final Fantasy is a was,
0: That is it! That is it! PG! <laughs> the only one that for me is the RPG for me. Yeah, he animated it. He animated for that Oh, one. okay, so that, is the, that is the one. Oh, it's <laughs> Yes, that is the one, yeah! Like, they fucking started playing, and then we started, like, grabbing a bunch of old shit we saw on Newgrounds. Like, uh, Mario, like, uh, like the Super Mario RPG one that, uh, Chris Nioisi made the voice of Reagan. The Cloud Song. What happens to me whenever the first living tune of Sulfa shows up in my life? Yeah! It's, like, shit like that that just, like, (sighs) smacks you upside the face. (laughs) Kerbifer. Yeah, Kerbifer. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, Kerbifer is one. And then there's, like, this fucking really old maple story animation that i think is off of youtube right now Hmm. but it was like this fucking really stupid montage that was supposed to be framed in this epic way where these guys are uniting all the all the servers of the store of the game together and it just ends in a (laughs) kind of flat kind of way it's like enough already i'm bored of this
1: Uh, uh, speaking of that like that uh, like that song um Uh, when when i used to go to college i used to go to college with my great friend uh mark he is a main uh, guitarist in uh the fresh metal i think it is band called essence which actually took the world they warmed up for metallica which like that's pretty big um and was like a headline number for like several music festivals and the funny thing is that is that you know when you think of like a head guitarist and like you know, one of those like rock bands, um, you you would expect like he was like really like fuck the government, like you know, like that that special time. He was the nicest fucking guy in the fucking world. he still is. I think <laughs> weirdly enough, I think he's actually an English teacher in Japan now. Weird thing. Anyway. Um amazing yeah uh but he was the one and he was like a huge final fantasy nerd and he was the one who introduced this to me and so like it was so fucking fun to see like this guy who would walk around in camouflaged baggy pants with this long middle hair and like this new bent t-shirt almost every day walk around going final fantasy is an
0: oh that's, a, that's so
1: fucking wholesome i love it he's amazing I fucking miss that dude Aww. he uh, i I would call him kupo just because um you know he was such a big Mugles. Fan, Mugles, and he's such a big fan of fun fantasy and he would call me kami because apparently people in my class called me god um so like that Damn. was a weird thing I don't what know does how Kami mean K- kami? I-, I think that's just... means kami. God, yeah. Oh,
0: okay. yeah. Yeah, no, no. I just, I just, I just like, uh, remembered a fucking Team Four Star reference when they were explaining, like, the word for Kami. Mm-hmm. Oh, you see, he calls himself God. You nail, you are to call me Super Kami Guru now. Super Kami Guru. Kami <laughs> call <me> Guru. <laughs> uh, God, like, you go... You it's, it's Sometimes, like, the smallest thing will, like, set you off, and you'll find a lot of older fucking songs. Yeah. Actually, um, I don't know why, but I wanted to keep bringing this up, but I never really had an opportunity to. Uh, one of the things that actually got me into playing Final Fantasy in the first place were these, like, cover songs. Uh, there's one by the, uh, there's one by these two guys called Dwayne and Brando, which is just, like, A fucking 10-minute video game ballad of the entirety of Final Fantasy 1. So if you don't want to, like, sit down and play a jank NES game, just listen to that song. It'll pretty much tell you everything you need to know about the plot points of that game. Oh, nice. Plus, it also has, like, one of the best bars I've ever heard in, like, meme music. Which is, uh... It's like, I got so much HP, you can call me Terminator, cause these motherfucking muscles are buffer than Schwarzenegger. Nice. Fuck. It's a good bar. Yeah, fucking video game music, bro. Uh, if you are not seen Gaston and you need to see it.
1: The Ultimate Showdown, that was also a good one. Didn't they fucking, like, make a modern remake of that or something? It, oh, I, I think
0: was, it was- it, No, it was one of those, like, uh, 50 animator collab things they did. Oh, that. right, yeah. Fucking good shit. There was like a fucking... There was like a cursed version of that where somebody took like AI developed images Yeah, of the Ultimate Showdown. <laughs> I saw that on YouTube. Which actually, that kind of segues into our next question because this one's from our good buddy... I believe this is actually Bonsai. Oh, And he says, Hello, I have a couple more questions for the Cast Relief. And we'd like to hear you two's takes on them. And the first one is, over the past couple of months, uh, creative AI has evolved to the point where some generated art is barely distinguishable from concept art made by some of the professional elite. And a lot of artists are extremely worried about the future of the creative industry and if their work will even have a future to begin with. Uh, what's our opinion on it? And a follow-up that will probably go after that is, uh, me as a fan of science fiction, what kind of science fiction tales would you love to see more of in the future? And the reason I kind of put those together is because my personal take on the AI-generated thing mm. is that I wholeheartedly believe that like art as like a thing is never going to go away. No. It's just that this creative space that we're in right now is probably going to be flooded with AI mostly because it's designed for AI. If you think about it, yeah, like all this algorithmic shit, it's like you kind of can't go on Twitter without stumbling over your nuts on somebody's posts about dear fucking God, this algorithm content thing is fucking cancer. And it is. And, like, AI, creative AI is, like, the solution to the problem that was made by AI to begin with. Mm. This whole, like, content generation shit. I do think that if it ever becomes widely accessible, we're going to see a lot more um, shit, like, in our feeds. But that's just kind of to be expected yeah because like uh, like it, it's not it, like the system we're in now is not great to begin with no like like man was not meant to like make make their passions into fucking commodities like this so and even if ai makes good concept art maybe even better than most humans it, it doesn't really matter if it gets like tossed aside as quickly as everything else does, because mm. like if an AI generates a fucking super mega masterpiece, it'll just do that again in like another fifteen minutes. So it's like, what's
1: the point? Yeah, I, I think at, at right now it's a new and exciting thing, and therefore everyone is like, oh my god, what the fuck? Um, uh, f- uh, me as a nerd, I think it's fucking fascinating um Mm -hmm. just because like i saw this video that was so like interesting for me as you know a a designer which is i saw someone make a crab through one of these ai things Mm -hmm. and so like it made a crab and then they used a different online program in which it would turn any 2d image into a 3d object in that you could use in blender then he took that file and put it into a different online site where it would then like animate where they could like do simple animations and be- and beveling so you know like there's a yeah. third dimension to it um and then he would uh, go into a different program again free online where he would then turn it into an AR thing so that now he had by just using websites made a crab that he could have walking back and forth on his desk in AR through his phone. And I thought, that is fucking interesting that we have so many tools now that are readily available uh, that, you know, that we can do something like this. But at the same time, for the people who who are making a living off of making these things, it is incredibly uh, scary because basically are the computers going to take our jobs? But at the same time... While the concert art and all this is really interesting, um, I don't think that it's necessarily uh, a a thing that's, like, same as you said, that it's ever going to, like, replace actual artists. I could have uh, an AI try and uh, copy uh, a good friend Acromatic's art, but it's not going to have the same soul. It's not going to have, like, uh, that same... Uh, uh, heart behind it. And if there's one thing that I have learned by making the work relief is that you can absolutely fucking tell when there's love and, and care behind something and when there is just like numbers and algorithm behind it, which is one of the many reasons why NFTs turned out to be such a fucking shit show because there was no heart, there was no passion, there was no interest in it. There was just like pumping out a bunch of shit using a weird butt to just like change a little bit here and there. There was no no, nothing Mm -hmm. appealing in it. There was nothing that made made me go, I feel like this is speaking to me on an emotional level. Um, And I feel like as we get to see more and more of this like bucket, uh, like this procedurally made bullshit by an AI... We we're going to start noticing the lack of that soul and spark more, and are just yeah. going to miss it more, and are just not gonna see it as much as a replacement for the actual real thing. Like uh you know what's funny? Cause like this
0: this shit happened to chess like forty years ago, like in the eighties. Like with like deep blue and shit, and Yes, chess computers are prevalent, and chess computers just flat out play better than most humans, but at the same time, people still want to see human chess players play against human chess players. Yeah. Just because chess is a solved game doesn't stop the fact that it's still a damn game. Yeah. And, like, uh, Magnus Carlsen, like, the big dick Chad of chess at the moment, like, He makes a story about this man coming into a room and into a round robin tournament and not losing a single time. That's anime in real life, baby. And you can't get that from a computer.
1: (laughs) And that's honestly what people are interested in. Reminds me when uh, The Queen's Gambit came out. Uh, yeah I yeah know, uh, when people were like the reason why this thing is taking the world by storm is because it's a real life sports anime And they're like you know what is that wrong <laughs> <laughs> basically
0: and uh I- i'm glad you brought up NFT because there's like one last thing i want to bring up uh, about this thing is that you-, you know how nfts are like a copyright landmine and how it's basically just rife to be stolen with because there's no laws in place mm-hmm. um I don't know if you heard about the Naruto lawsuit. There was this monkey named Naruto who took a photo and PETA tried to say, tried to give it rights. And I think it's like a, I'm not a lawyer, but I think like the law is that came out after that case is that art is something that can only really be made by humans to be like considered art in a legal sense. Oh. So if an AI makes something and you spend like 25 million dollars on it that doesn't stop anyone else from using it. You don't get any rights or copyrights to it. And neither does the AI itself.
1: Oh, that's going to be it's interesting. It's
0: just Yeah. See that's the th- see that's the thing I thought of when um when the whole A- gener- AI generation thing came out cuz the closest thing you can say is that this is a picture generated by the person who created the AI, but if it's the AI we're attributing the art to, the AI itself cannot claim ownership over the art. So it's essentially just free and out there. So if a company uses AI generated art, uh, they can't fight you for it. It's probably public like, domain. If Dis- public domain, essentially. So imagine Disney starts making movies in AI. They can't fucking uh, use it. They can't fucking use their rights over it oh. because the AI made it.
1: The Gaffer man. Crazy, huh? People keep making t shirts with a drawing on Redbubble.
0: Gift <laughs> <laughs> foot. You know, actually, of all people, somehow fucking. Uh, uh, this person was banned from the uh, Discord a while ago, but they reached out to me they somehow got into the server where they uh, where they can get the ai and they made their oc with it and i saw it and i'm like this is like a stock photo with some filters on top of it is this what people have been like uh, complaining about Nah, i think we're going to be fine yeah like l- let me show you let me show you like this looks like a fucking photo with like a billion filters on it and this was like drawn by AI, quote
1: unquote. Uh, says, I don't think we have anything to. Better than Tally's only fans, please, 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 don't say anything sexual about Tally. A certain someone is going to show up. We're not. We're, we're, we will not summon anyone. Please. Uh. Oh, fuck me. Can't find. Where the fuck did I put it? It's okay. Uh, let me just find it real quick. Uh, da, 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 da.
0: I mean, this is like a... Like, it It, it looks... It, it, it looks like there's brushstrokes and shit, but... You can also just call it a photo and call it a day. Photo bashing is not really the
1: hardest thing to do. Not even i do it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drawn by AI. With one black iris... And one white one. And it's like customly generated, but like it, it really just looks like a, a photo a photograph. Which I think if people say that's oh a a, a a computer can draw a photo and I'm like What? But isn't that what just photograph images are? Just a photo editing thing. I don't know. just like having like having Google access to Google images and just like smashing things together into something that looks presentable
1: is, is are we really worried about that? Well, you know, this is just one of them. They are, uh, I've seen some, some probably. stuff, uh, uh, on online, which, you know, look absolutely fucking sick as hell. Uh, so like yeah. it's, it's probably because of those that I can imagine that people are worried, but you know, yeah, I, again they, I understand why there is a worry. Because, like, no one wants to lose yeah. their job to technology. Um, yeah. And especially because artists uh, or anything that is, like, a creative endeavor, no one gets shed on harder than those people.
0: Oh, God. Like, this month especially has been awful.
1: Yeah. Um, but I think with this one, uh, I, I I think, think it's going to be all right.
0: Yeah. Like don't worry about losing your job cuz like cuz i i say this all the time and i will drive it home support your indies all tell right. the people whose art you love that you love them you can have 20 million people follow your account but just because your numbers is high if you if none of them are like supporting you financially if you get if you see numbers like, that's not even 1% of what your main fan what your name number should be. Then, do you really even have fans to begin with? Don't worry about losing your job. We'll all be dead in 10 years anyway. Fuck your job. Focus on surviving the night. That's my American mentality! Did you move here? Jesus.
1: I think she would rather die.
0: Yeah. I, I can't imagine anyone. Want. like even if we have a i feel like if ac wasn't a reason to come to america and accept it then we're not going to convince anybody yeah
1: probably not um as well like the second part of that question uh what type of sci-fi we like the most um i would probably say uh basically just like what what cyberpunk really like encapsulated which is the whole thing of like everything is fucking rule run by like a company like mm-hmm. everything has a price everything is like you can put a number on everything i think that's fucking fascinating because then it becomes like locks Sock, which is like how much can you like remove before it loses its original thing like what makes you human is it, like, the price? Is it your soul? How much money would you put on a soul? All these things. Like, where it starts getting, like, existentialistic, uh, I, I, like, that, that that's where um, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, this is the shit that I like. And also just, like, cool sci-fi weapons. I always think that's cool. I remember, did you ever see the anime psychopaths? Uh, it is
0: actually on my list. I'm actually going to see it with my friend who I watched Jujutsu Kaisen with. Hmm.
1: Uh, so, I'm pumped. In that they have, like, a gun. And, like, when, yeah. when, when I first saw that gun, I was like, yeah, 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 I'm I'm, 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 I'm with this. Um, so, like... Uh,
0: the, the gun is a fucking amazing... It's like a silly-ass plot point, because it's just... They, like, it, it's designed so it doesn't shoot anyone. It's not supposed to. But through a weird quirk in the system, there's this one person who just cannot be shot at by these guns. And it puts everybody into an existential crisis until somebody picks up a regular fucking magnum. Yeah. I'm like, damn. I mean that this is what I've this is what I've like seen. Cause I remember watching a video on Psychopaths like ages ago. So it could be. So I'm definitely missing a lot of context, but I'm excited to see it.
1: Yeah, it's it, it's it's really good. Um surprisingly, like it's one of those where it's not just a constant escalation. It's like, yeah, here's the villain let's let them figure it out so it's it's more yeah. like you know like a detective series rather than you know your typical like shown anime where it's like oh here's a villain we take care of that oh now he's oh, a yeah. bigger villain um so, yeah, yeah. I, I i can only recommend yeah.
0: it so i'm gonna be honest and this is definitely my own personal take um i already live in a capitalist cyberpunk nightmare that is America every day. <laughs> so I don't want to, I, I, like, I want, I'm so tired of it. I will be 100% real. I want to see more Jetsons future takes. Because ever since, like, fucking what, like the last 50 years, the futures looked fucking bleak. Like, there's nothing to be excited about. It's more like everything's either 1984 or just America where you can get run over by a car and someone can sue you for getting hit by the car because they need to pay for the damages done to the car. uh,
1: Reminds me of that uh, one episode of, um, of Black Mirror. Like the one episode where things were positive, which is where they store people's minds in a server where they basically like live and they have like th- this old lesbian couple uh, who are you know like at the end of their like life and then they upload both of their brains to a server so that they can be together forever, even as yeah. their bodies die. And I' like that is nice, that's cute. Um, yeah. so like, yeah, I, I didn't like, if speaking of the Jetsons, did you fucking see that apparently the first George Jetson person has been named now? So it's like, oh, yes. we're getting there.
0: <laughs> so yeah. Cause like somebody worked out the math. Cause like it took place, like the Jetsons took, takes place in like 2063, I think. Wasn't it just 20? Like, be- no, 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 no. It was hmm. it like. Jetsons takes place in in uh 2063 100 years after the production of the of the show. Mm. So like it aired in 1960 1963. So 100 years from now is getting close to there and Jet and George Jetson would have been around like 40 years old in the series. So now so now that's going to be 2023. Pretty damn soon? Oh boy. <laughs> We're gonna make the Jetsons. But now, like, I want you to imagine. We have George Jetson. But he's in Cyberpunk 2077.
1: Wake the fuck up, Jetson. We got a city to burn. BABADABADABADAB <laughs> With Keanu Reeves. Oh my
0: god. Um... Well, like, uh, sci fi capitalist nightmare aside, like, I kind of want more optimistic future stuff because we don't, like, maybe this is just because I'm American and this place is just prone to depression. But, like, it's hard to look to, like, want to see sci fi when your future already looks pretty bleak and everyone's interpretations always is just the end point of what we're going to what we're going to end up in
1: yeah i get that and
0: yeah so like call it escapism but like i actually want to see more hopeful stories like like i want to imagine like a future where fucking uh david cage's uh what is it chicago what the fuck did uh Detroit, Detroit? detroit become human computer we're that thing where racism it just regressed back to be to like segregated buses of all places again uh, even though we should have been past this 300 years ago uh, I f- like do you want to see um, do you want to imagine
1: our future like that no anything that has to exactly. do with uh, the kids, you don't want like you 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 say this about like uh, like David Cage and like the whole racism allegory I remember like prior to that game coming out the, uh, there was like several interviews with David Cage where he was like oh I'm not trying to um, to say anything with the game or that is all up to you guys what it is and then there's like just like the most blatant racism allegory complete with, like, you can start one of your conversation pieces off with I have a dream. It's like, motherfucker! Oh my god, you stupid French hack! Fuck off! He literally, he was
0: literally in the back of the bus with Rosa Parks!
1: Yeah. Fuck off! Like, with, like, the same place you usually put your bicycles, like, fuck. Um... Which, uh, funny you should mention that here at the finish line. So I'm going to be joining Zach and Soraya on a live stream where we are going to be playing through Detroit Become Human. Uh, it's going to happen here on the 3rd. And uh, I have played the game. Uh, I think Soraya has heard something about the game. And Zach doesn't have you know any experience with it whatsoever. Other than he has played the other... Um, David Cage games and didn't like the previous one. Uh, So, it's gonna be a fucking clusterfuck and a half. So, stay tuned to all three or either of our free socials uh, for when that happens. And again, it's gonna be on the 3rd. Whether I'm gonna stream it or SAG is gonna stream it, we'll have to see. It's all about, like, getting the setup to work. Um, But yeah. Look forward to it. And then, uh, all... Obviously, uh, the, f- the uh, Tuesday before that, so the 1st of September, uh, that is a little more important date. Go watch the Berserk video there. I don't expect you all to watch it in one sitting. There is chapters for that very reason. Take it at your, at your mm-hmm. own pace. Um, but yeah, uh, it's going to be a, 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 a big month uh, of content. And speaking of content... Cloudy uh, knows that I am working on a little something-something, a little pilot, <laughs> pilot thing. Uh, that
0: I read the scripts, and I'm like, you know, I'm, 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 I
1: want to see where this goes. Yeah, so uh, interesting things ahead. Can't promise or say too much about it just yet. But, uh, yeah, look forward to it.
0: Yeah. Just like one last thing before we go. Yeah. Um, it, it's just a very, very small announcement on my end. So, uh, my, I have a, I have a friend, uh, shout out to Tracy. Uh, she, she is helping me finally get my ass off and started the VTuber thing. So I just need a few more adjustments and I'll see if I can get something to Lhasa next week. Hopefully it'll, 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 it'll look, it'll be pretty jank. I don't have a camera yet. I'm still waiting on that along with my new microphone, but, uh, but yeah, I've, I've, got, I've got a cloudy puppet on Live2D right now.
1: Will you finally stop getting stabbed is the question.
0: Um, You know, for maybe for a time being, I have a plan where I hopefully I can just like add like there's a thing you can do in Live2D where like you can have like stickers up here. So I'll, I just want to have one where like the spear just embeds itself into his chest and he just goes the entire stream with it. Nice. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll work it out.
1: Okay, great. Um, I think that's a podcast. Yeah. Cool. All right. You guys take care until next time. Uh, wait, will we have a podcast before the the video goes live? on, oh, let me check. Uh, you you said the second the first yeah we will have oh yeah we we did literally the day before we will have a, a podcast the day before so yeah uh until then uh see you guys around bye everybody bye